You're listening to the SCF Youth Podcast. On today's episode, we have special guest Whitney Wilson. If you've been to camp with us the last couple years, she's led us in worship. She's a grow group leader of the 20-somethings, and she is the Connections Coordinator here at SCF. All right, guys. Um, we have Whitney here. We have Jeffrey here. Hello. And we are going to jump into some questions. But since we have a guest for the first time, uh, we are going to hand Whitney the uh, conversation dice. And so what these are, they're from Chick-fil-A's uh, Kids Meal. Um, they're dice with random pictures on them. So what you're going to do, Whitney, you're going to roll the dice. Okay. You're going to get two pictures on there, and you're going to have to tell us a story or something that somehow connects to those two pictures. Oh, so, wow. Okay, from your so own life, right? Yeah. From her yeah. Own okay, I'm not just making stuff up. Oh, no. Yeah, okay, yeah. and am I doing both at the same time, or am I going... You can do one at a time. One at a time? All right. I like both at the same time, okay. because okay. then it makes it harder, because you get a picture oh, of a wait. teepee, and you get a question mark. It's like, what's... So you've got to connect the two, these yes. two yes. stories? You have to oh, connect the my. two stories. Okay, okay. All right, here we go. I'm making it happen right now. All right, so we've got a water fountain and a guy walking into a door. So what's a story from your <laughs> life where maybe you've walked to a fountain, you've walked past I, a fountain? Does it kind of look like the little stick figure on this dice is running with scissors? That's okay. kind no, of how does. I interpret this. Not that I have a story for that, but... You yeah, Chick Fil A. Chick Fil A. I into... feel like, what do you, what do you encourage these kids? <laughs> I clearly see this as running with scissors. Okay, so somebody walking into a door, potentially with scissors or some hazardous object, and a water said, fountain. You said walking into a door with scissors. <laughs> I envision someone actually walking into a door, and like not it. not through the door, but into, into the door. The door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Completely, like, didn't realize the door wasn't open. Um, well, whatever is happening, he looks happy about it. I can tell you that he has a smile. Gosh, I a water fountain and someone walking into a door. Okay, I'll I'll tell this this one might be a little bit of a stretch. Um, if I'm allowed to stretch it out right here, sure. Um, I got to be a part. One of the funnest things I've ever been a part of. I was helping with a twenty-somethings group in Florida, where I lived before Nevada, and. We did a fundraiser that was a slip and slide kickball tournament, and we set up um, we, we set up the field, and instead of bases, we use kiddie pools, mm-hmm. like blow up kiddie pools, and then um, for baselines, we use slip and slides. And the reason the door kind of made me think of it is because at the at the end, like when you're sliding into home, we bent um, pool noodles. Uh, so like a string, like a series of pool noodles kind of in like a rainbow arc right. shape. Mm-hmm. And so when you slid into home base, it was like you were sliding under this like little door, like welcoming you, welcoming oh, you home. Oh, that's pretty and cool. So of course the water fountain just makes me think of, makes me think of that because not only was the game so fun, um, I'm not super, uh, I enjoy playing sports. I'm not super good at them. And so I, I dropped a lot of. Dropped a lot of balls and disappointed a lot of teammates that day, um, but still had a ton of fun. And at the end, we kind of called off the game and then just turned it into kind of a big like water fountain, like just turned the hoses back on and we had like soaked up the tarps. And so at the end, we were all just running around mm-hmm. and um, just sliding on them. And that that's one of my most favorite 
favorite memories. I will say for the dice, I, there were I don't remember scissors being present. Or I was there just going to ask, thing. were you slip and sliding with scissors? <laughs> I, you know, that'd be a whole different kind of event. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was a wavered. It was our very first wavered event. We had everybody sign a waiver. Um, no, I, I don't remember any blunt objects such as, such as scissors being a part of that. But it was a really fun time. Cool. Yeah. Your athletic ability in that story mm-hmm. reminds me of... More inability, really. Your athletic inability yeah. reminds yeah. me of Kennedy's athletic <laughs> inability when we played kickball at Para with our 20-somethings group. Do you remember that? Yes! It, oh. was, it was not a sight you'd want to see. So now, now we need to get Kennedy on the podcast just to defend her kickball you know, inability. Mm. So. I'm going to say something for Jeffrey here, though. What I remember about that team at Para, I don't know that we were... I don't know that we would have wowed anyone with us. I don't know that we were making any sports center top tens, but Mm-mm. Jeffrey was like the only good one on our team. And I he was put the only up one with a to lot. Play. He put up with, that's not true. I wanted to play. I just can't play well. Oh. So that is a, yeah, that's a deficit. That's a deficit for me, but still a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, it was one of the most fun. I remember we finally had a chance to get someone out. Oh, did that's that? That's supposed to happen? It's something. fine. I okay. think my headphones just unplugged. It, oh, okay. It's still recording. Okay. So okay. I think we finally had like our one shot at getting someone out, which was not something we'd had a lot of chances at in, in that game. And we were even running towards the person and trip. Like we were going to be able to tag them with a ball. Mm-hmm. And we even tripped doing that. Oh, yeah. Which no. caused me to start laughing and fall on the ground. Yep. And then it was domino effect. The next thing you know, everybody's on the ground laughing and just everyone got to score. Yeah. So the other team had fun. That's our contribution to the sport of kickball. We make sure the other team has fun. We throw the game. That way the other team can have fun. Yes. We make sure they have fun. If you want to have fun at kickball, play against me and this squad. Yes. You will have fun. Because winning is fun. So I hear. (laughs) So I hear. So I've heard. (laughs) Imagine what that must be like. Well, hey, uh... (laughs) For a super smooth transition, um, let's transition. So, hey, this morning we gathered for our staff chapel that we usually do, and um, Whitney always does worship for that with Sarah, and Jeffrey and I are always in there setting up the room, getting it ready, and we kind of started talking about the teaching from this last Sunday. And um, one of the things that stood out to you mm-hmm. was just this concept that, man, for Mary, if this is what being favored by God is. There was kind of a, a disconnect there. What what stood out to you with that? Yeah, I, I think for me, that was the thing in the message that I, f- I feel like thumbtacked to that story for me. That I think when I hear the Christmas story, um, when I hear the Christmas story this season, that will be what I'm thinking of is, is you, Nick, Nick was teaching that. Um, so when I say you, that's who I'm referring to. But whenever he brought up when he brought up that part of the story about Mary and the, the angel's delivery to her, oh, Mary, you highly favored by God, and then went on to tell her what the plan was going to be and what that was going to include for her, that mm-hmm. that was going to include being an unwed mother at a time when that was would be a very hard social diagnosis, um, that it was going to mean carrying a story that not everyone would understand. As a matter of fact, that pretty much no one would understand um, or believe her, that she had been called by God to do this amazing thing. And it was given to her with the delivery of, because you are highly favored, you're going to get to do this. And I think for me, 
I so many times can have a picture of what I think being favored by God would mean. Mm-hmm. And if I am favored by God, then it would mean that these things would definitely be a part of my story. Or it would mean that there are certain things I would think would definitely not be a part of my story. And yet I don't have to look any further than Mary and the Christmas story to see, well, my idea of what a favored story and what God's idea of a favored story could be very different. Yeah, I mean, in that same chapel, we also were talking other moments. And when you talked about when we say we're thankful for things, even, I mean, the same kind of vein of, you know, when God's pouring into our life that, Jeffrey, you said, when you're asked, what are you thankful for? You also think about one of the negative things that you're thankful for that you shared this morning, and I hope it's okay to... Oh, yeah, no, um, yeah. Um, I think it was Jason in main service a couple weeks ago. We were talking about the idea of thankfulness, and... It's easy for us to thank God for all the good in our lives, like our family, our church, our financial situation, if it is good at the time. But it's hard to thank God for the negatives in our life. And that's one of the things I I realized is I've never really have been thankful for the depression that I went through in middle school. But looking back on it now, I am thankful for it because it was able, I was able through that to reach out to people I would have never talked to. That's when I established my connection with you and got more involved with church. And I really didn't see a positive side of it then. But now looking back on it, I'm able to help out people that are kind of going through the same situation. And so I've never thought I would be thankful for my depression, but I've been at a position to where I can be. Right. And and it's kind of the the connection of these two pieces is I walked out of that chapel this morning. It was just like, man, we... We think that if God has favor on me, that things are going to be great. Things right. are going to go smooth. That's right. Well, maybe God has favor on you, and that's why we're going through the things we are, mm-hmm. because he has favor on you, and he's going to use you to connect in someone else's life 15, 20, 25 years down the line. I mean, we talked about Joseph from Genesis as well this morning. That's that right. Joseph has this idea that, Man, he had a dream from God about what he's going to do. And he didn't see that come to even the start point for almost 40 years. Mm-mm. And just, man, we, we expect things to go so fast. And we forget our timetable is not the same as God's. No. Well, it's like with Noah. How long, <laughs> how long was the time period when God told Noah to build the ark to when he completed it? Wasn't it like 120, it was, it was 140 an years? Amount, yeah. And that's one of my favorite examples of faith in the Bible is God only told him to do that one time. He said, hey, build this. And he never bugged him again. He never asked him if he's doing it. He's had faith that entire 140 years, however long it was, he had the faith to continue it only only though that God told him to do it once. And I I like that example of faith being shown. So if if God's got favor on you, and it's not going to look like... (laughs) what you think that's going to look like. Maybe it's going to mm-hmm. be painful. Maybe it's going to be difficult. And this this next few weeks for a lot of people and a lot of our families, a lot of our students, is very painful. Mm-hmm. I mean, whether I know s- some of us have lost family members within the last few months and going into Christmas without them is going to be difficult. Um, we know that and just depression like you've had and that I've struggled with that it gets heightened in this time of year and Mm -hmm. and I don't really know why but it just seems to what could that look like to say well where's God using this and where's God Mm -hmm. going to use this and how could that look like what do you guys think that could look like to shift our perspectives before we go into this season well uh speaking of 
switching perspectives. Um, yesterday, Bonnie led our middle school group, and she had played this music video to where the kind of the whole point of the story was the, your situation sometimes won't change, but your perspective can. Mm-hmm. And so, with the with my depression, I didn't realize I'm still I'm, I'm I still struggle with it every now and then, so I'm still in the same situation. <coughs> But my perspective of it has changed. And so maybe recognizing your situation and your perspective could help like, influence your family during these times. Because a lot of these, a lot of this time of the year, November and December, um, families come together. I don't know, for some of us, that can either, it's the best time of the year or mm-hmm. it could be the hardest time of the year. Right. And I think, it, I think it just depends on our perspective yeah. on things when it comes to that yeah Whitney you're you're walking into what your second Christmas yes since this is my here? second SEF Christmas oh wow and so you know your family's not even here mm-hmm. is that is that difficult for you is that something where you guys shift in perspective or I think I think for me well and to be full disclosure like I will get to fly home and see my family on Christmas day and home from East Illinois um, so I, it, it's not like I'll be doing a whole, a whole season, a whole season without them. Mm-hmm. But I think for me, I really do, I really do view my church family as they, they are family to me. And so getting to celebrate that time. Um, but even if there was, if there was a time that I wasn't going to be able to see my family for holidays, that, that definitely is, that is hard. And I think whether it's holidays or not, um, there are times, uh, there, there are times when being, when being away is hard. Um, and, and even like I, I mentioned, I told that story at the beginning of this, uh, about the slip inside kickball and the group of friends that I did that with, I, I consider my dream team group of friends. I, I got to spend my twenties with just, just the absolute best people. And, um, just for a real life example, just this weekend, two of them got married and I didn't get to be there and I kept, was getting pictures from it. Mm. And it was so fun to see my friends' faces. But of course there was that part of me that was like, oh man, I would love to be there. I would love to be celebrating. Um, and I can't be. And so I think Mm. that the perspective that comes in for me in all things, it's remembering, okay, Lord, what, um, what have you called me to do? Am am I following you where you've called me to go? And if so, there'll be some disappointing things on the way. There's going to be some weddings I miss. There might be some holidays that I miss. I'm not there for the things that I want to be at, but, um, am I doing what you've called me to do? Am I secure in that? Cause you're, you are with me, you're with me in this. And that, that means the most to me. So remind me of that. Um, may I be thankful for the things that may I, may I be thankful for those friendships, thankful for those relationships, but trust that you are my closest friend. You are my closest family member. And, uh, something my sister says a lot is home is not a place. It's a person home Mm -hmm. is in the person of Christ. And so even if I'm not home, um, in the physical sense that I want to be or with the people I want to be in Jesus, may my home be in you. And then I'm home no matter where I am. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Wow. Hey, next week is Christmas, so don't forget our Christmas services. We have two on Sunday, one at 9, one at 11, one on Monday at 5 p.m., and there is no youth group this week. But keep an eye out. There will be a special Christmas service 
of no not service podcasts oh there'll be a christmas podcast next week (laughs) i hope you guys join us (laughs) those are usually my like wow responses like Mm -hmm. when you're not sure what to say just like well wow 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 wow." you you do the owen wilson wow 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 I, I get that response from her a lot. Oh, so now I'm questioning. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, man, I'm that guy in Whitney's life. <laughs> if I ever start a podcast, that's what I'll call it. Wow. Wow. With Whitney. And if you don't know what Jeff and I are referring to, go watch Owen Wilson wow videos online. I mean, I've never they, even heard of this. My favorite is he says, wow, James Bond movies. Movie. Where they replace all of the sound effects of guns with wow. I've seen that done. I've seen that done with Star Wars, and they replace the stormtroopers' laser guns with. He has an wow. amazing range of how to say wow. Oh wow! It's amazing. It's, it's very. He will wow you with his I can't ever say wow without thinking of him. Oh no! It's, okay. It's horrible. I'll have to go watch that immediately. Homework yes. assignment well, from this. On that note, uh, <laughs> thanks for listening, and uh, wow! 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 <laughs>